Welcome to Legends of Read. My name is Joanne Sukumaran. Every episode, I interview a top win player from the bassoon or oboe community. Find out more about them, about their musical knowledge and insights, and what makes them tick. Stay tuned. A quick announcement before we begin. I've just finished recording my first solo album called The Night Garden that will launch this September. I hope to tour Asia during and after the summer to promote the album and hopefully collaborate with others. There's a Patreon link in my bio and in the show notes. As an independent musician, I'm deeply grateful for any support. Thank you and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of Legends of Reads. Today I have a really unusual guest, and he's the first OPPO guest for the podcast. His name is Mikita Sierro. Welcome to the show, Mikita. Hello, thank you for the invitation. It's a pleasure to be here with you today. Uh, just to introduce uh, Mikita, Mikita is an independent OPPOist. He's classically trained and graduated with a master's degree from the University of Music, Franz Liszt Weimar. He's currently based in Weimar and is a soloist and chamber musician. He not only plays classical music, but plays jazz and pop as well as his own compositions. Since 2012, he is also active as a composer, arranger and video maker. And in 2016, he is the solo oboist of the band Boss Magico and the band recorded their first album, Tu Tiempo, in 2018. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, I first uh, got to know about you through the funny videos from the Weimar Oval class. Yes. Yeah, and it seems to be getting quite a following, right? Uh, there's uh, lots of yes. views and following on social media. Could you briefly explain to us like, uh, how and why you started this series of videos with the students? Okay, it was quite a funny story because a few years ago uh, it was a very popular internet meme. Maybe you heard about it, Harlem Shake. It's a meme, some people doing uh, some strange dance uh, movements to some music. And I was just drinking with students in Weimar. I think it was 2012. And we had this idea, Lake, let us make this video with this Harlem Shake. We will uh, make some reads and then we will dance and we have this music. Um, and we did it uh, in, I think it was 2013. We just recorded this with my old iPhone and I did the cut of this uh, video. Uh, and then I wrote also the main title. I want to write uh, Oboen Klasse. It's, in German, it means like Oboe class of Weimar. Yes. And I brought a boy in class Weimar and showed uh, this showed this video to all the people who were there. And I asked him, is it correct? Uh, do I brought everything correct? They read it and told to me, yes, perfect. You can post it like this. I posted it on YouTube, I think. Uh, and a few days later, I understood, okay, I brought Oboe uh, Klasse Weimar, but this was wrong. And it's been now Oboe and Kalse Weimar. I, I did the mistake. And nobody, nobody uh, saw it. Everybody told to me, okay, good idea, it's perfect. 
And now Oboen Kalse, it's a wrong, it's a actually a mistake, but it's also our band name. Because ah. if I because if I told okay this is the Oboe class of Weimar, it's a little bit illegal. I'm not the professor on the universe of the university, it's just a group of students with me and we have some fun, we make some funny videos. And Oboen Kalse is our band name. And uh, this video was really nice. Our professor in the music university told to us, yeah, great stuff. Maybe you can do another, another things. And I thought, why not? I wrote some arrangements for some Christmas song and then also arrangements for some oboe concert, our typical auditions concert like Mozart and also like Strauss concert. And it was a lot of fun, a lot of joy for us because mm. this Mozart concert, you play it in your life like a thousand times. Every orchestra all around the world want to have this concert for the audition. And of course, all the oboists all around the world need to play this concert like thousand or two thousand or few thousand times. And you have some strange relationship to this concert. Of course, maybe you like this music, it's nice music, but I think a little bit hate is also there because after a thousand times or still Mozart, and my idea was to still have joy with this music, to make some funny stuff, to play uh, this music with a smile. And I did this arrangement, it's non-classical arrangement, it's something like maybe pop music or just fun music, funny music. And people like it. Now it has like, um, I think, 100,000 views on Facebook. And for the Oboe video, it's a lot of views. Of course, for cat video, it's not a lot, but for Oboist, it's, <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> yeah, I think it's, uh, it's really refreshing because, uh, um, for example, when I was training many hours a day in my practice room, for an audition, and then you're not talking to many people, right? You're just concentrated, right? And yes. I would watch these funny videos of two set violin, you know, the mm -hmm. the, yes, yes. the comedian duo from Australia. Mm -hmm. yeah, or, really cool. uh, or the other one from Vienna, right? Alexi and Ingutsman. And then the, that was mm -hmm. how I got through long hours of practice because it's really very hard to prepare for competition, right? Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think uh, it, it gives a lot of joy to the students. What What do they tell you after that when they make the video with you? Uh, they're really happy because, of course, the few days after you post this video, uh, they feel feeling like uh, stars in our university because everybody say, ah, new video of a boy class, great. You did it well, and uh, every new student who come to Weimar now to study the oboe uh, already knows this stuff. And for almost uh, all the new students told to me, ah, I saw your video, maybe next time I can play also these funny arrangements. And I thought, okay, of course, it's a lot of fun for me. And we have um, in this messenger WhatsApp, we have our group of students, you know, oboe students in Weimar. And I just write uh, in this uh, in our group. Do anybody like to make make more videos? And um, and uh, they write to me. Yes, of course, great stuff. Let us do something. And they don't ask what we play. Just we will do it. It's not important what we do. Just 
just let us do it. Uh, okay, yeah. Well, I think you seem to uh, bring up the point that uh, it's also very important to have fun and yes. uh, relaxation, no? As a classical musician, right? To stay healthy, I think, no? Of course, because musician, yeah. it's not only about be seriously. And uh, if you prepare a competition, how I told, or uh, orchestra, orchestra audition, is how it's really serious. You work really concentrate. You play only this only Mozart concerto, and it's really difficult. You need something uh, to have fun to make music, but on another way. Ah, to, so to have some balance, is it? Is that yes. It? Yeah. Okay. What is that? The cool instrument you are playing is like a digidaru or something uh, in the ah. WhatsApp. Uh, yeah. It's the uh, overtone flute. It's called Futuyara. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I think uh, in Slovenia they have uh, the wood flute, overtone flute. It calls Fuyara. And Futuyara, because it's not wooden instrument, it's plastic instrument. Actually, uh, it's uh, this, how it calls these pipes for the water. We use in everywhere. And one uh, master, uh, one flutist in uh, Russia did it. He just bought these pipes and make this instrument. It's nothing than pipes. And I bought it, it's really cheap, less like I think 90 or 100 euros. And I think it sounds great. You can use it like a little bit uh, like beatbox because it mm. makes really nice rhythm. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, I mean, I, I really enjoy it. So maybe next time you can bring the bassoon class into the video, no? <laughs> maybe, we will yeah. see. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. Um, I have some questions because I know that uh, you have quite a different career than most uh, classical oboists. So could I ask you, uh, how did you start out uh, composing? Um, can you describe how um, you start composing, the process of composing a new piece of music? Um, uh, I started to composing already as a kid, as a child. Uh, but my first composition was actually improvisation. I like to improvise very much. And it's also a very important part of my music is improvisation. Uh, I started my education uh, at the age of six. And uh, my mother's choice was together with me, but more I think my mother's choice was I will be the oboist. But with six, uh, it was too complicated for me, too difficult to play the oboe. And uh, first few years, I learned piano. And I was thankful for this time because now, all the, for the compositions, um, I uh, improvise something on the piano. I just have an idea. I want to uh, do new uh, piece. I want to write new piece. And then I do the, all the harmonization on the piano. And then I write the melody, uh, the melody of the oboe, and yeah, just, just work. If I have some inspiration in my life, maybe it's a nice trip to another country, maybe some romantical story, you know, it's just, I need some inspiration sometimes. And then I have the idea, oh, now I need to write something new, and then I do it. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like that piece, the elegy for the oboe and piano. Uh, yeah, <laughs> is you. yeah is that was there some inspiration behind that piece or? Oh uh, uh, yes, it's a uh, how I told it was a romantical story. <laughs> oh, romantic story. Yes. Yes. Uh, okay. Do you But, like uh, to share the story? <laughs> Uh, it's not a problem for me, but I think for another person can be a problem. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't, right. I don't oh. know, I don't know really, but I don't want to risk. Oh, okay, it's all right, yeah. So, um, but I know the I know the composer who work every day on to compose things, you know, uh, just just to compose things. I'm do sometimes if I have some inspiration. How I told, maybe I go to another country and see some beautiful things there, and then I have this inspiration, and then I write something new. But I don't work really every day to compose something. It's not mm. my style of composition. Mm. Okay, okay. I know that you have a, a band that's called uh, Osco Magico. Um, yes. Could you tell us more about the band? Who's in the band? What other instruments you have in the band with you? It's um, it's a project of mine and also a German guitarist Ralf Sidhoff. We both live in Weimar in this city. We have rehearsal room here together, and we work almost every day together on this project on Bosque Magico. Uh, we work together. Since 2016, yes, I think um, it's uh, only own composition, on only own compositions, a mix of jazz, classical music, uh, also flamenco and Indian classical music. We both work with musicians from Spain, with percussionists from Spain, with a drummer and percussionist from Germany, also and percussionist from uh, India who plays a lot of Indian percussion, um, like like tabla, kanchira, and, and other interesting stuff. Um, and uh, this uh, last year, we recorded our first CD. The main part of the CD we recorded in Germany. It was oboe, drum set, and the guitar. And then we went to India and recorded Indian percussion. Then we was in Barcelona and recorded Spain percussion. And yes, that's, that's our project. Oh, wow. So you had to record in three studios, uh, across three yes. studios. And then yes, uh, where, was, where was the mastering done? In, the, in another studio? Mastering was in Munich. We have a label here in Germany, Sparrow okay. Classics. Okay. Uh, they work also with uh, big orchestras in Munich. And they did mastering uh, for us. And also promotion uh, in all, all the streaming services. Our new city it calls to Tiempo, uh, and you can find it everywhere in Apple Store, Amazon Music, or YouTube, or Spotify. Everything you can imagine, you can find it. <laughs> yeah, I was listening to it today. I really liked uh, the track, like uh, "Breath," uh, mm. "To Tiempo." Thank you. And uh, Mama Do's luggage, right? That's quite unusual. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And um, how did you come up with this album concept? Was it um, uh, something from everybody or from yourself or this idea? The main idea of the songs comes from the guitarist, from Ralph Sidhoff. He composed the theme and also the guitar part. 
And then we work a lot of time, a lot of months for one song to uh, make the arrangement, to make all the oboe parts, and also we have uh, big improvisation parts. Uh, because you have this just uh, like jazz, you have the team, you have a big improvisation part, and then at the end maybe team one more time. Uh, but it sounds not really like jazz, it's uh, maybe it's world music. Mm. It was funny, we played concerts in Spain last month, uh, and uh, the guy who introduced us on the stage, the guy from the Spain, um, asked us a lot about the music, what is it? And then he told on the stage, yeah, Mikita is a master of Ukrainian improvisation. And uh, <laughs> nobody <laughs> know what is it, but I think it's true. It's like the Ukrainian improvisation on the award, is what I do. Um, yes, we work together, Ralph and I, we work to do the all arrangements, and then we go to our percussionists and work few weeks with them to produce a percussion part and then we got it it's it's how it how it works mm. so the collaboration is uh, essential no the the relationship between everybody is really key yes right? of course yeah it's really yeah. important because if we go to india of course we have inspiration of indian musicians we also played concerts there and uh, if we work on the studio with Indian musician, he told us, ah, maybe we can do this part otherwise, not like you, more than Indian style, okay, then we have some parts also, he used this percussion uh, language, it's conical, small parts, it's also Indian influence, and I like it very much, it's important for me to have mix of all this cultural, mm. uh, cultural thing. Yeah, yeah, because I'm actually uh, Chinese and Indian, but mm -hmm. uh, my grandfather came from uh, south of India, Kerala. Uh -huh. Yeah, mm -hmm. but uh, lately I've been rediscovering and I was learning Konakol from a percussionist. Mm -hmm. So I was also using Konakol in my teaching, you know, it's very useful. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so um, was it difficult to realize the... Um, recording and the CD or did you already have a recording contract to start with? How did it all come together? Um, uh, we don't have really a recording contract. It's, uh, <clears throat> it was also a friendship because uh, question of friendship because uh, Riley, the guitarist who played with me, he uh, no knew these people in Munich and uh, they told us, yes, we can produce it, we can do the mastering and the promotion, but of course uh, it was also a question of sponsorship because today it's quite difficult to uh, make money with the album. It's not uh, almost impossible to make money with the album. And uh, album for us is very important because it's uh, something we show to all the people. Uh, and we need it, but uh, we need also some sponsor to uh, produce it. And uh, it was um, some some people private give us some money for producing of this CD. Also, uh, some firmas uh, in Switzerland give us uh, also some sponsorship. And it's how it works. Yes, and um, I can. 
told also about these videos I make, yes, because um, videos with oboe class in Weimar. Because for me, it's uh, very important to have a lot of joy. But these videos uh, help me to uh, meet new new people. And uh, we have a lot of support of uh, Music University in Weimar when we make these videos. And also we have a lot of uh, support of um, uh, uh, all the people all around the world. And the firma, uh, my Oboe firma, Marigo, I play the uh, Marigo Oboe. Uh, they liked also these videos, they post it on Facebook and I have also support of them and I wrote to them I need to make the new CD, maybe you can support a little bit, okay, and they wrote me, okay, yes, of course, we can give you some little but some money to your new pro new project. Uh, and this is how it works, I do a lot of stuff, I do these funny videos, I do uh, own compositions and now I know a lot of people, if I do uh, some new projects they can help me also because they know me or know me already mm. so being known is actually quite important to be uh, yes of course uh, if yeah, you are yeah. self-employed it's really important to have this context mm. okay um yeah do you have some tips because i i recorded an album last year and then i'm preparing mm -hmm. for launch in september and uh, they say I have to go on tour, but I think that's pretty crazy thing to do, not to go on tour. I, I saw you went on tour to India and Spain, right? Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. How, how do you realize that to organize a tour and all that? Um, we did three parts of tour, one in India, one in Spain and one in Germany. And... Um, it was not so complicated behold, because we have musicians, percussions from Spain and from India. And we organized the concerts in Germany and invited all the musicians from Spain and from India. And they organized for us the concerts in India and Spain. Ah, uh, okay. It's, it's, of course, it's exchange because it's not so difficult to organize the concerts in Germany for us. We live here, we speak German, we can go to some places and say, hey, we have a new production, here is the CD, we want to make a concert, okay, no problem. And uh, for them, was not the problem to ask in India and Spain. I see. So it's really nice. So it's a cross-cultural uh, collaboration. Of course. Cultural yeah. exchange is uh, yeah. not, not only cultural, it's also concert exchange. Yeah. It's, a, it's a very good uh, idea to have. Um, okay, so I'm now talking a little bit more about the uh, career path. Uh, mm -hmm. Could you explain why you chose a more independent career path? instead of a typical orchestra path, you know, like what they teach you in conservatory is to win a yes. job, no? Yeah? yeah? Yes, it's true. Um, how I already told, I like to improvise. I improvise it all my life. I played not only classical music with friends of mine as a child. I played already jazz. I tried, I tried to play jazz. I tried to play some pop music and for me it was always important, for me was a question why I can't hear oboe in, I never seen oboe in popular music or in jazz music. Now I know a few oboists, maybe three, four all around the world who make jazz or popular music, 
but it's but you can't usually uh, see the pop oboist. Um, and I always uh, asked me why, and I always wanted to make stuff like this. And um, orchestra was never an option for me because it's a very nice job, and I like listening to the orchestra. I like sometimes play some projects in the orchestra, but orchestra is also a full-time job. You need to invest a lot of time, a lot of your creativity, a lot of your energy, everything you have to do it well. But if you want uh, doing some own stuff, if you want make some videos, if you want to compose, if you want to go on the tour, it's also a full-time job. And it's impossible to make both, to make both well. And for me, um, I think 2012, I was a student, 2012, I played my last audition for the orchestra. And then I told to me, hey, it's not that what you want to do. Uh, you want to make some own stuff, you, make, you want to play jazz, you want to play improvisation, and orchestra is a nice job, but it's not for you. And since 2012, I work like self-employed. Uh, and yes, I feel, feel well. Oh, okay. So um, if you have some advice, maybe some other people are also considering to mm -hmm. go independent, uh, what advice would you give them? I mean, you know. Oh, it's really good and complicated question what you have to do as independent musician. Uh, but it's a really good question because now we have some problem uh, here in Germany because uh, German universities, all universities in Germany, they, you can tell, produce 600 orchestra musicians uh, in the year. Oh my God! And Germany have like two, uh, well, like 120, 140 um, orchestra places for all these musicians, and we have now a lot of people who uh, need, who must to be self-employed, must to be dependent because they don't have any other any other possibilities, and it's really hard. I think if you're a student now. You need to prepare already to be uh, self-employed, to be independent. Uh, very important to learn how you work with social media, also with videos, with audio, because you need to present yourself. You need to show all the people all around the world, hey, I'm a musician, I do it well. For this, of course, you need good audio production, you need uh, good video production. And it's important to learn it uh, as a student, because if you are 25, 26, you never uh, did the real CD production and you are in the studio, it will be disaster. Uh, because you need to learn how to work with microphone, how to work with sound guys. And it's, it's nothing to do with experience on the stage. It's just another thing. Also, how to work for the video. Uh, my first videos I do, it was terrible because uh, if you don't know how to move, if you don't know how your face works, if you never seen it, it's just horrible. <laughs> you need yeah, to learn all the stuff. Yeah. And then you, yes, you need to uh, invest a lot of time in promotion, of course. It's very mm -hmm. important to learn mm -hmm. and promote yourself. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, that's a little bit uncomfortable to keep uh, promoting people. Sometimes they think that you're very arrogant or, you know, 
how do you say keep pushing your your things on other people but i think if you don't uh be your own manager no one will find out about you no i think there's there's so much competition in the music world yeah right. yes of course yeah it's now it's really hard competition or how i told we have a lot of musicians and they all now stay here and understand oh we don't have enough orchestra places for all of us we need to do something else and uh, yes it will be complicated for all these people as soon as possible you need to learn how to be self employed mm, how to manage your your own career yes, yeah. how to manage yourself what is your best part what you can do better than all the another musicians and then make audios videos examples of your of you of yourself mm-hmm. yeah i think that's really a uh, very good and practical advice uh, for people listening in um can i ask you i think i think you would know the answer to this question uh what does creativity mean to you creativity it's uh, something i do because i can't not to do this is it was it right uh so you c- you uh, it means you can't imagine your life uh, not being created right yeah. yes yeah. Uh, it's some things it's like uh, this uh, stuff i make with oboe class uh, in weimar is uh, i don't need to do this but i like to produce it if i don't produce such things with a lot of joy with a lot of creativity i will be depressed because i have a lot of ideas i have a lot of energy and i need to do some music uh, it's a sense of my life yes so mm. yeah i think your dna your blood right i think yeah yes <laughs> yeah okay oh can i find out um What do you like to do in your free time, like uh, away from the oboe and the piano? And... Free time? What is it? Yeah. Free time. <laughs> <laughs> right. <No. laughs> do, you have a, do you have any hobbies or, or something like that? Yeah, yes, I have. <laughs> I have But it's also the problem of self-employed, of independent musician. Free yeah. time is... You need also to learn to have the free time because if you're independent, you can work every time... 24 hours a day it's not a problem and you need to learn to uh, have time for yourself i like uh, to uh, ride the bike my bicycle because in germany and also in europe um, it's a lot of possibilities to make some n- nice rides with a bike like hundreds kilometers of bicycle highways through forests through fields uh, really nice nature here and i love to do this if i have time if i have free day i just take my bike and 6 7 hours away from my home it's perfect time for me i can mm-hmm. reload my brain and a little bit for sport it's it's my hobby yes mm, okay uh so one final question we're coming to the end uh what are some of your upcoming uh, projects do you have any more tours uh in store Um now of course I will produce more videos with the Oboen class uh this summer and also my solo videos but you will see it later and now we uh play a lot of concert with Bosque Magico with uh this band uh we will play concerts in Germany we will 
go in October to India again and play concerts there and promote our our new album because it's 2000, 2018 was for just few 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 months ago and also in uh, July we'll have our album like a vinyl yes this the big one the big CD the vinyl okay the vinyl yes yeah, the okay, vinyl yes yeah, yeah. as we will just promote it and maybe next year we start to work on the new CD but this year it's a promotion tour and promotion concerts for our new album to Tienpo. okay I wish you uh, great success and uh, maybe try, try to come also to Southeast Asia to Singapore yeah It'll be a pleasure for me, of course. Yes. We will see, maybe. <laughs> not so far from India, yeah. yeah. Yes, not so yeah. far, it's true. Okay, thank you very much for your time, Nikita. Thank you very much, best wishes to you. Thank you. And hope to see you again. Before we go, if you have enjoyed this podcast, could you please take a moment to rate it? It really makes a huge difference to getting this podcast featured in the App Store so other people can find it. Thank you and bye-bye.